Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Bruiser Nation members of all ages, it's time. It's time. It's Bruise Cruise time. Hello, Bruiser Nation. Welcome back to the Bruise Cruise podcast. Our excursions today will take us on the Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels feud. Our first excursion will look at the first high profile matchup between Chris Jericho and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 19. The second excursion, we will fast forward to No Mercy 2008, where after a devastating summer of a broken eye socket and a punched wife, Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho go at it in a no holds barred match. And our main excursion today, the final battle between Y2J and HBK, Unforgiven 2008, a ladder match for the World Heavyweight Championship. So get ready to take a ride on the Bruise Cruise. We pull anchor in just a few moments. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Maybe like the Bruce Cruise podcast. Then I have to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. And the best part, it's free. That's right, free. Anchor sports a plethora of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast for you. So your voice and experience can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. One of the coolest parts, you have the option to make money from your podcast with no no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started on your podcast today. And we are leaving the dock. And before I really get started, just let me tell you, I do miss these long form feuds. Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho at WrestleMania 19 really started way back in December. This really told a good story of a young man idolizing a performer so much that it shaped the early part of his career. But he got tired of hearing, you're the next Shawn Michaels. You're the next Shawn Michaels. No, he wanted to be the very first first Chris Jericho and he took that drive to become the first WWE undisputed champion and one of the biggest icons in the industry pacing to this match was incredible from opening with wrestling holds and one upmanship to a walls of Jericho on the outside following an attempted drop kick by Shawn Michaels and Jericho starts picking apart the injured surgically repaired back of Shawn Michaels which leads to higher impact maneuvers and near falls. But the tenacity of Shawn Michaels was shown here even after years away from the ring and just coming back the following SummerSlam. After two walls of Jericho and endless punishment on the lower back of Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho delivers sweet chin music looking for the one, two, three, but it still wasn't enough. The resilience of Shawn Michaels, which is unparalleled in this business. But then he made a mistake, started his comeback, hit his forearm, but Shawn Michaels learned like many in the professional wrestling world do, you cannot execute the Hurricane Rana on Chris Jericho. I think I've only seen probably Kenny Omega and Rey Mysterio successfully give Chris Jericho a Hurricane Rana. You try to 
to give Jericho a Hurricane Rana? Nope. That's all the opening he needs. You're getting put in that wall to Jericho and it's going to happen real quick. So Shawn Michaels found that out the hard way at WrestleMania 19. And if I remember correctly, that may be the beginning of Jericho using that counter. Someone tries to Hurricane Rana him off the top rope. He could throw you in the walls of Jericho. I'd probably say one of the underlooked spots here in this matchup with Shawn Michaels was on the top rope. Jericho back flat on the mat. Michaels is ready to give his patented elbow drop. What does Jericho do? He just gives the ref a nice little nudge. Nice little nudge in the leg. Knocking him into the ropes. Knocking down HBK Shawn Michaels. That third walls of Jericho though, I thought it was over with. The whole spot. He was in it. He got close to the ropes. Jericho pulled forward, but yet it was still not enough. The third walls of Jericho failed. Michaels was able to recover and hit Sweet Chin Music. And he's so battered and beaten that he can't make the cover right away and only gets a near fall out of it. And then the pace quickens again for the go home. Counters, fast paced maneuvers. Suddenly, Shawn Michaels, positioned behind Chris Jericho, jumps in the air, hooks his feet under the armpits of Chris Jericho and falls backwards, leading to a roll up and the one, two, three. Chris Jericho looked up to Shawn Michaels for years. Finally got his shot to take on HBK, but the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla failed to defeat Shawn Michaels. So he seems to show a sign of respect, gives Shawn a big old hug, and then a swift kick to where the sun don't shine, and a shove to the ground, which continues hate between Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. Now they'll meet a few times throughout the years following this matchup. The animosity never leaves, but they do kind of separate here and go about their own feuds and eventually the hatred that they have for each other boils over in 2008. Are you ready for the second excursion of the day? Because you know I am. We're going to take a look at Unforgiven 2008. More specifically, Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels in an unsanctioned match. Chris Jericho had taken offense to the fact that he may not always do what the crowd wants and be the squeaky clean good guy. But the fact is, he's always honest about it. Shawn Michaels, however, is not. And these are all the words of Chris Jericho. Shawn Michaels claims to be the greatest of all time and Mr. WrestleMania, but he had to fake a knee injury to defeat Batista. And Jericho is pissed that he gets booed just for pointing it out. And Shawn, Shawn gets cheered louder and louder. And I'm giving you this background because we didn't cover the Great American Bash from 2008. And this is the matchup where Chris Jericho really, really destroyed destroyed Shawn Michaels, broke that eye socket of his, and the referee had to call for the bell. Of course, you know, it's wrestling, so he didn't really break his eye socket. And it made it look pretty good, which led to Shawn Michaels coming out to the ring a few weeks later, claiming his doctors had told him he should no longer wrestle, had a long and hard conversation with his family, and decided to hang up the boots. Chris Jericho thought, maybe you should just send in a letter of resignation. Ends up up accidentally punching Shawn Michaels' wife. Host note, the spot was a little bit botched because Jericho did really connect with that punch to Rebecca's face. The spot was planned. The connect to her jaw was not planned. 
So following that, we come to unexplainable hatred between Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. So we're going to have ourselves an unsanctioned match. And honestly, they started this match off really well. I mean, how else do you start off a blood feud than with fists? Yes, it's wrestling, but sometimes the stipulation calls for a different type of start. And they went right at it, throwing fists. It took them about 35 seconds to start using tables and pulling them out from under the ring. Shawn Michaels is shoulder blocking ring posts because Jericho got out of the way, of course. And I loved the teases in this match. Yeah, Jericho pulled out a table and broke it and then threw it at Shawn, but set up another one, attempted to use it, but to no avail, Shawn Michaels was able to counter and he teased it twice. The first one, he tried to powerbomb. The second time, he tried to suplex him from the inside of the ring to the floor through the table. Both great teases. Shawn Michaels took a vicious shot to the head after getting Chris Jericho in the cross face. Jericho is able to recover slight momentum and use his weight to throw Shawn Michaels into the chair that set up between the top and middle rope in the corner and bam! I mean, it was loud. Shawn Michaels hit that hard. And honestly, they followed the stipulation. These two beat the living hell out of each other. And Shawn Michaels is finally, finally able to regain control, suplexing Chris Jericho on the ramp on the outside. But here comes Lance Cade to the rescue. Lance Cade did train under Shawn Michaels, so there's a little bit of backstory for you. Shawn fights Lance Cade off for a minute, just for a minute. And after the initial attack by Lance Cade, he is able to recover and goes right after the injured arm of Shawn Michaels. Two on one, just taking it to Shawn Michaels to the point where Chris Jericho wraps Shawn's arm around the ring post and here comes Lance Cade running full speed a vicious vicious knee to the injured arm of Shawn Michaels. And then he's taken multiple chair shots to the head, which we don't see anymore. After a few moments of a beatdown following the running knee to the arm wrapped around the ring post, Shawn Michaels is able to deliver sweet chin music to Lance Cade. And in almost same motion, he's able to bend down, grab a chair, and nail Chris Jericho in the head while he's on the top rope, sending him crashing through the table they set up earlier in the evening to the floor. Now, Sean's in complete control. He's got Lance Cade on the Spanish announce table, puts Jericho on top of Lance Cade on top of the announce table, and commences to get back into the ring. Climbs that top rope, comes flying off the top rope with his patented Shawn Michaels elbow drop straight through Lance Cade, Chris Jericho, and the Spanish announce table. Oh, but Sean's not done. Sean is not done. He is not done. Storyline-wise, Chris Jericho has ruined his life, and he's gonna show him how much he hates him. So he pulls out the belt. He starts whipping Chris with whip, whip, whip. Even with the metal connector part. I mean, Chris Jericho gets nailed with it. Then Sean wraps it around his hand. Starts pounding him in the face. The referee calls for the bell. Sean won't stop. He doesn't care. He just starts going ham again on the face of Chris Jericho. Finally, because the match is over at this point, the referee's had enough. He pulls Shawn Michaels off of Chris Jericho and eats a sweet chin music for his trouble. Fantastic matchup. Pacing was great. It felt like a fight. And host note, a bloody and battered Chris Jericho returns to the ring later in the evening to compete in a six-pack challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship. And guess what? Chris Jericho does become your World Heavyweight Champion. He begins the night on a sour note and ends it on the highest of highs. 
and we got to pull anchor again to get in time for our main excursion of the evening. So don't forget, climb that ladder of success in whatever you do, and we'll talk about the World Heavyweight Championship ladder match between Chris Jericho and Shawn Michaels from Unforgiven 2008. And now, and now, and now, we have arrived at our main event, or main excursion, if you will. Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, No Mercy 2008. And this is a continuance of their summer-long, almost 10-year-long issue between Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho claims Shawn Michaels is self-righteous, egotistical, doesn't really care about the fans, and points out that, yes, Shawn Michaels beat him at Unforgiven, but it was unsanctioned, so it doesn't count. And Chris Jericho succeeded in capturing the World Heavyweight Championship by the end of the night. So he's rubbing it in Shawn Michaels' face. And at this point in time, storyline-wise, Mike Adamley is the general manager. Chris Jericho tries to use his World Championship influence to get no mercy off. No, 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 no. Mike Adamley was not having that. Apparently, Shawn Michaels came up to Mike Adamley and said, I got a great idea for a world championship matchup. How about myself and Chris Jericho in a ladder match? Adamley did say he, he, he wanted to take Chris Jericho's advice. He did want to take care of his champion, but this match was just too good to pass up on. Second host note of the day, I love ladder matches. Ever since that first one that I saw between Sean and Razor at WrestleMania 10 to most of the money in the banks. Jericho's had so many, it's hard to count. And this ladder match, this ladder match turned ugly pretty quickly. It was so personal between these two. They've had already had two brutal encounters in the past four months. Hatred is at an all-time high, so they go right at it. Almost similar to the unsanctioned matchups, it's more of a fight. They get weapons really quick. And by weapons, I mean those ladders that they like to set around ringside these days for ladder matches. Just so there's enough. Heaven forbid there's only four out there. We gotta have 13. And there were a lot of callbacks here in this matchup. And by callbacks, I mean callbacks. They did some spots from WrestleMania 19. They did the walls of Jericho on the outside. The second callback to their match at WrestleMania 19, they were both positioned on the ladder on the outside in front of the announce tables. Chris Jericho is attempting to backdrop or belly-to-back suplex. Shawn Michaels threw an announce table. Shawn Michaels shifts his weight and turns it into a crossbody, sending them both through the table. So hats off to those two because this is like 10 years apart, which means they probably went back and said, what did we do at WrestleMania? Let's see what we can incorporate in. And they did a really good job of incorporating it in. Time had passed so long, nearly 10 years had passed between matches so they could pull these out and not feel recycled. I thought that was great. Sean makes a huge mistake. Like you would think Shawn Michaels, the innovator of the ladder match. I know it's wrestling and it's a spot and blah, 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 blah. But psychologically putting your body on a ladder. So for instance, Chris Jericho does a lion salt with Shawn Michaels under the ladder. That's not that bright either. Makes a little more sense than elbow dropping a ladder. I get it. It's wrestling. It's a spot. Shawn, Shawn and Chris, that spot just doesn't make sense. Why would you elbow drop a ladder? I don't know. I wouldn't 
my insult a ladder either. I would. If I was in a ladder match, I probably would. But I'm definitely not elbow dropping one. These two had such amazing chemistry. They're battling up on that ladder by the time we get close to the finish. Back and forth. Punch, 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 punch. And they both slip and fall a few runs. But Chris Jericho's upside down. Shawn Michaels recovers. He starts climbing the ladder of success to get to the World Heavyweight Championship. And once again, good old Lance Cade comes out and halts Sean's momentum. Doesn't take long for him to eat a sweet chin music and Sean starts climbing the ladder yet again. This was one of the most creative finishes because at this point, Sean has already unsnapped the world title and Chris Jericho stops him from pulling it off the hook hanging from the rafters and now they're tug of war with that championship Jericho's got his strap Michaels has his Jericho takes a punch and almost falls he's hanging on to his side of the world heavyweight championship strap for dear life because he's just feet on that ladder leaned way back holding on to that strap Shawn Michaels tries to yank the world heavyweight championship but couldn't break Jericho's grip so not only does he pull the world championship closer to himself but also pulls Chris Jericho closer, which leads to a headbutt, and Shawn Michaels comes falling 15 feet, probably 10, we'll say 10, 10 feet from the top of the ladder, crashing to the canvas, and Chris Jericho is able to retain his World Heavyweight Championship and beat Shawn Michaels in his matchup in the process. All right, Bruiser Nation, we have reached our last point of call following our main event of our excursions today. Thank you so much for dropping anchor, hanging out for 10, 15 minutes tops, and letting me talk about this thing called professional wrestling that, for lack of a better term, is basically a mistress for me. Every chance I get to do something extra with professional wrestling, I take the chance. That was a pretty crazy excursion, I would say, especially that last one. But all three of those matches were stellar. Now, have they both had better wrestling matches? Sure. Jericho was young. Jericho has better matches now than he did at WrestleMania 19, but that match was very important to the career of Chris Jericho truly stepping out of that next Shawn Michaels shadow and Shawn Michaels showing that, yeah, he still got it. They just left it all in the ring. They had great chemistry, worked very professionally together, and developed an incredible long-form feud that lasted nearly 10 years. Actually, I think it did last 10 years because it started the December before WrestleMania 19. So it probably truly was an on-again, off-again feud for 10 years. And that's rare, rare, rare. I'm talking still mooing rare in professional wrestling these days. All of the animosity led to an epic encounter at No Mercy 2008 in a ladder match for the World Heavyweight Championship and definitely one of the better ladder matches one-on-one in the pantheon of professional wrestling. And what a way to culminate that long-form 10-year feud. And don't feud with your time, Bruiser Nation. Subscribe to the Bruise Cruise podcast on anchor.fm or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Because yeah, I want you to listen 
releasing on Thursdays when I drop it, but you might be busy. So subscribe, save that Bruce Cruz podcast episode. I'll get you through any tough times. You got to do the dishes, throw me on. I'll make you laugh probably. Hit subscribe, follow us on Facebook, also on Instagram. And if you're so inclined, we can bring you more of this entertaining show if you visit anchor.fm and support the Bruce Cruz podcast. Thank you, Bruiser Nation, once again for allowing me into your home, your car, your place of business or job. And just remember, always do the right thing. Even when nobody's looking, it'll make everyone's lives better. You're important. If you have employees, they're important. If you have family, they're important. You need to make time for all of them and make them feel a part of your life. It's not always easy, but if we can all strive to be good and do the right thing, this world will be a better place. Special thank you to Sean Anthony for the music beds you heard in this podcast, Anchor.fm for helping me to distribute this podcast, and of course, every member of the Bruiser Nation out there that makes this podcast worth doing and possible.